Sam Mitchell, Salty Smitch, Lemon Drops have been discontinued, <laughs> recalled. Where'd they go? They got recalled because of danger. With NBA TV. Welcome to episode 27 of Wolves Cast, the show that says more words in 30 minutes than Andrew Wiggins will all season. It's hosted by myself and my brother. I'm Neil. I'm Scott. Welcome back to the show, Scott. Welcome back to the show, <laughs> listeners. I'm so hyped. First week of the season is here. It's all going down. Anything is possible. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> I missed y'all. You're hot. You hot right now, Scott? I, I didn't even know what to listen to this week because I didn't have an episode of Wolves Cast. I've been missing it so much. Welcome home. Welcome back to the country. Yeah. Get you out of uh, Maple you. Canada, Thank uh, Maple you. Jordan's Air Canada Center. Thank you. I'm back. That's right. I got a I got a tattoo of maple maple syrup. Oh, dope! I didn't even see that before. That's awesome. It's kind of healing and crusty. That's a, this is a lot of dark shading on that. <laughs> I know it's a shaded one. Wow, that that painful. Yeah. Yeah, right on the bone, right on the, right on the elbow bone. Ooh. Ooh, what city do you get it in? Vancouver. Oh, all right. <laughs> Home of the former Grizzlies. That's right, former NBA city, uh, Vancouver, right there. But yeah, we're back. The Wolves are back. Uh, we did some season preview shows, and now now we don't even need to preview the season. It's here. I like that. Uh, what's uh, what number tattoo? Do you know off the top of your head what number I don't, tattoo that no, is? No, it's probably nine or something. Because you got nine on the left arm and then nothing <laughs> on the right arm, for, just for, for buckets. Just for getting buckets. That's all it's, it's for. As uh, Swaggy P once said, Swaggy O up in the building here. He's an inspiring guy. He is. Uh, <laughs> he, I would like to. I'd buy like. I love having desk calendars on my yeah, desk where yeah. it's like a page a day thing. Quotes. I, I would do like. <laughs> Nick Young says, like, page a day, like 365 <laughs> observations. From that's P. right. That's right. Well, yeah, we're back with the show. Uh, thanks for listening to our season preview shows over the last couple of weeks. Now it's season, real season time. The Wolves have played regular season games. Hopefully you've been listening to them. I know Tom, yeah. I talked to Tom at Hoops. And he's like, oh, when no. are you guys going to start Wolves cast? And I'm like, man, there's two or three season previews out already. He opens up <laughs> his app it. right there. Right? The he's like, what? Good old homie Tom. Shouts to Tom. Shouts to Tom Loftus. Uh, but yeah, we're back. We're ready to talk about regular season Wolves action. Um, we have, uh, we're excited for this season. We got ideas. We have some of the shows going to be the same. Some of it's going to be different. Um, if this is your first time listening to us this season, we changed our name. We're Wolves Cast we're now. Wolves Cast. It's no longer Timberwolves the we, podcast. We dropped the the. We it's dropped the the. Just simpler. Yeah. So that's that's a change. Also a change. We're now a merch company. We're selling right. things. We're selling things to you. We made a back pin. to our lane. We, we made, used to sell you those T-shirts and hats yeah, and stuff, and now yeah, you, yeah we'll, we'll get the shirts going again eventually, or maybe we'll, another palm hat, man. Those things yeah. sold headwear. You we, know, after we made those palm hats, everyone <laughs> in the city started making them. First Avenue had them all of a sudden. I mean, I got the current to make one. You said we were ahead of the trend, huh? I'm saying, yeah, we're the trendsetters. <laughs> don't right. be surprised when you see everyone start making pins next. You know? Yeah. So we made an enamel pin uh, featuring uh, the iconic image of Tom Thibodeau from 1989 with his mullet. It's our Tim's Tim Tibbs mullet pin. You can pick it up at wolvescast.com. And uh, please use offer code ICE if you want to get that bad boy shipped to your house for free. I've been shipping all these while you were out in Canada. Thank you. I'm surprised how many of our friends are not using that promo code. I know. I, I was at first like, I was names like, we know from the podcast, from like mailbag or whatever. Yeah. Right. And at first I was like, man, nobody must listen to our podcast. We're bad friends. <laughs> yeah. But then I just realized maybe they're good friends. Maybe they're like, you know what? 
I want to give them my money. Here's I, an extra $2. I don't, yeah, I don't want to rob them of their extra $2. <laughs> that's but right. I appreciate you uh, doing that, friends, but use the promo code ICE. That's for you, a yep. podcast listener. Yep. And uh, get, go get your pins. We have a limited number of them. Yeah. Um, once we sell out, I can't guarantee we'll make another batch. We, we could, or we might just go on to the next thing. Might so. be just limited forever. And this is, you know, we made 100 to start, and that might be all that ever exists in the world. So. Get on it now if you like Tom Thibodeau, uh, if you like the Wolves, obviously. this If you're listening to the show, this pin is for you. Hardcore Wolves fan, listen to podcasts and stuff. If we got any, like... Listeners or friends in the front office or anyone who like the media who's going to run into Tibbs and wants to give him one, just let us know. We'll give you one for free. You can hook Tibbs up with that. Get up in their DMs and we'll, we'll help you out. Just let's show them it. Yeah. Um, so, um, anything else, Scott? Before we dig in here, what, what, what do we what do we need to say? Uh, are good? I, I was going to make a joke, yeah. uh, but then decided it would be. A little, uh, what is it, morbid, I guess is the okay. word I'm looking for, because I was going to come in today and be like, yeah, three games done. We're already X percentage of the way through the oh, Timberwolves no. season. Start counting. Start counting already. <laughs> but actually, we've, we've uh, had a very a slow start in the sense that we've only played three games so far. It feels like yeah. some teams have played five or six almost. Yeah. And so uh, I hated it. Uh, I know it's good for our team, but it like... Man, it's stunk to like see the first game, then have to wait several days till Saturday, and then wait from Saturday till Tuesday. Long breaks. Uh, thankfully, this week I think it's every other every other day for the most part. There were, uh, yeah, there's some nights where it was like Monday night. It was like there's only five teams or five games tonight. <laughs> it's Monday night in the NBA. Let's go, let's go. Yeah, I just wanted to watch them all. And they all got done really early on Monday night too. I was like wanting to tune into a game like eleven. They yeah, were all no West already. Coast stuff. Ugh. <laughs> That's okay. It's good to be back. Good to have League Pass back. Be hopping around. Been watching a lot of the rest of the league, you know. Mm, yeah, seeing some other teams. Yeah, exactly. Some new looks. Seeing who the challengers are going to be for your Minnesota Timberwolves. What they going to be about. Okay, cool. Well, let's let's uh, start in on the topics from this week. Uh, team started one and two. That's the first. That's the record from the first week. One and two. Um, let's start with the two road games, Scott. Those were those were difficult. Those were difficult games to watch. Uh, I guess what's good about these three games the Wolves have played um, is they've had at least a 17-point lead in each game. Like they've had awesome stretches where uh, they get out to these huge, um, huge do these huge runs and and get it way out. But really looking at the bright side there, aren't yeah, you? Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, that's kind of crazy. But uh, unfortunately, in two of the three games, they blew those leads. <laughs> and last night's game when they got up big, were you getting nervous? A little bit, but the, the roster the roster was very different, and I didn't I didn't see the Wolves failing to step on the neck. Yeah, I think. Night. I think a lot of people pointed out online. It's it's just I think it's extra creepy for us just because that's what happened to the last team Rick Adelman coached. You know, yeah, that I, last season with Adelman, where we would get up by like, we we'd be having forty point first quarters, we'd be having seventy you know five point first halves, and then we'd still <sighs> always lose it like one twenty to like one seventeen oh, or something like that. Yeah, always found a way. Terrible and, like crunch time record. Exactly, and so I, it's just a short sample size of these first two games, but yeah. I can understand why everyone's scared. Everyone gets a little nervous. That's why last night's win, even though there, you know, was a bunch of different circumstances to take into effect, just felt good because it's, you know, it felt bad being zero and two. We got these expectations for this team, yeah. and uh, you know, we, that small sample size is just two games, but it's a hundred percent of the games you've seen them play. And so at the end of this weekend, I was feeling a little salty. A little bit, a little bit, yeah. That was that was hard to go into on those road games, but that's the perfect example of I think you know what we expected going into the season. Young team, those are the kind of losses you're going to have, even though you know they're teams you you might think the Wolves should beat this year more times than not. But 
just being young, being on the road, you know, Tib said lack of toughness mentally, emotionally, everything. It's not just about what, you know, kind of the skills you present on the court, but it's more than that. And you could see the Timberwolves kind of suffer from that because it was just an incomplete game. I mean, they played well for three quarters and then had one bad it's quarter. Is the third quarter the, the one that was always the nasty bad one third. Too. <laughs> yeah, so that uh, was... I was angry about the Canes one. I was really angry about the Sacramento one. That's a team we got to beat. Yeah, know? exactly. Yeah, but it's just, you know, it's not as easy as, you know, where the Wolves, you think the Wolves are going to finish or how many wins and, oh, the, the Kings are most certainly a lottery team and well, we should beat them, but, you know, especially with that energy, with their new building and everything, you know, trying to get their first win in that the Golden One Arena, I think is what it's called. Golden One. Is that what it is? Golden uh, I think, One. I think you're right, yeah. Golden Tea, maybe. I was disappointed. <laughs> the court's nice, but I didn't get to see any, like, wide shots that showed me the rest of the stadium. I was yeah, looking for some of that. Yeah, apparently it's apparently it's amazing. Apparently, you know, people comparing it, to, you know, Minnesota media comparing it to U.S. Bank Stadium and, yep. you know, how open it is and all the amenities it and must, stuff. It must be nice to be in Sacramento, it's California, Sacramento, where you can, see it. in the middle of the winter, keep the doors open. <laughs> yeah, really. Just open it up in this California air. Um, but yeah, uh, that was the start of the season. Any any other notes on on the on the opening two games uh, as far as just in general? It's hard to start on the road, you know. Yeah, and especially totally. for like the Grizzlies, you know, they're amped up because it's their home opener. I think it was the second game the Canes played at their home, but it was still like yep. you know early season. You got all your fans there. I'm sure the Canes sold out their first oh, two yeah. games or whatever because yeah. it's a new arena, and so you know, just tough tough crowd, but. uh you know, we're going to lose a couple games this season that we should win, and we're going to win some that we should have lost. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's that's just the way it rolls. It'll even out. It'll even out. It's just tough right now because we've only seen three games. So now let's overanalyze the three games like we always do. Yeah, remember when the Wolves started 3-0 and that oh. Kevin Love last season? That last season I was just talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. We went to New York. Kevin Love's, like, playing around a spike. We're just like, this season's going to be great. Yeah, I think a win in Brooklyn. I think, yeah. And then even last season, last year, you know, the Wolves started out really well early on with those big Two wins. games on the road again. Atlanta, crushed the Lakers Chicago. and crushed uh, Denver yeah. before coming home. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you got to get it in early, I guess, sometimes. But, yeah, it's obviously it's just a few games. And I think, to, to me, I really like the 10-game mark is where we can draw some conclusions. That's the earliest point where you're like, okay – that's a good yeah, sample set. I think we were like five and five last year at the ten yeah. mark. We did we become like nine to nine before yeah. things started going down. Yeah. Um I think what's telling to me though, as I was getting really bent out of shape over these first two losses, is that like there's been kind of a shift in expectations. Yeah. Like, just my viewing expectations. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I know I shouldn't be getting bent out of shape about this Timberwolves loss because it's early. And not only that, <laughs> I knew they were gonna be a team that's gonna be around five hundred. Yeah. So they're gonna lose roughly half their games, maybe a little bit more. And so, like, I intellectually know you, you shouldn't be getting angry about this, but my feelings have betrayed that I am secretly holding some expectations for this team to be better. Like, yeah. after that Kings game, I was angry at the team. I was like, you're better than this. I know you're better <laughs> than this. I don't remember the last time I got angry at the team. Probably Kevin Love's last season, where I was like, you guys are better than this. Why aren't you being better, you know? And so it's just it's a cool feeling to have. It's been a few years. Yeah, right off the heels of all the preseason, you know, pieces being written about the team and stuff. For sure, you want to enter the season with us just murdering people in the preseason. Explosive games, or at least some big stat lines from Cat or something like that. You know, you want to see those things. You want to see at least a little bit of what everyone wrote about, like coming true, right? You know, or just a just a killer defensive effort or something. And yeah, when the season actually starts, it kind of you come back down to earth a little bit. You're like, oh yeah. It's an 82-game season, and the Wolves are super young. It's going to – maybe it will turn out great, and they will win 45 games and make the playoffs. But 
it's going to be a very long process to get to that point. It's going to be a couple months before this defense really rounds into itself. It's going to be a little bit before Cat figures out how to handle the double teams and, and, and stuff like that. There's certain things about these new expectations that are going to take some time. I think <laughs> my expectations they go 80, 80 and two now. Yeah, let's eighty and two. It's clearly, clearly set that record. Um, I got high expectations. Apparently, I, I was trying to talk myself down from them. All preview, all the previews that we did. Even now, we're talking ourselves down yeah. from them because I know they're irrational. But that's how feelings work, everybody. Unfortunately, Ricky Rubio is injured in the <sighs> second game of the season. Scott didn't take long. That's that's rough. That's that's a is a weird one. Definitely a, a freaky, freaky type injury that kind of makes me not so worried about it. Uh, it sucks when you're one of your best players is injured, obviously, and uh, especially when the prognosis is out indefinitely. Yeah, <laughs> it's never a word Such you want to see. Well, never want to see that word. But uh, yeah, Ricky's out with a sprained elbow. Kind of just fell down on like a pick, and then Anthony Tolliver ran into his arm, like sort of yeah, like it was weird, kind of a bang bang thing. But. Uh, Yes, that is a thing. Nobody really knows how long he's going to be out at this point. Um, uh, most, I think, people think a couple weeks, hopefully. Just a couple weeks, not more than that. Maybe one, two weeks even. I think we the, hope? I think the good news is about this is that I don't think there's many NBA players who rely on their elbows less than Ricky Rubio. <laughs> like, he doesn't need to take any jumpers. He's <laughs> yeah. all layups and wraparound yeah. passes. And he like, can dribble well with both hands. That's what I'm saying. Like, Ricky could probably be functional with just one working elbow yeah. more than most people because most people got to take a good jumper and get that elbow, you know, lined yeah. up. But not Ricky. So yeah. uh, maybe he'll be able to come back a little sooner. Maybe he won't be slowed down when he comes back by having like a sore elbow or anything because it's like, well, he doesn't need that elbow. I too think much. he's better shooting, free, like, uh, not free throws, but layups with his left. He oh, just yeah. seems to convert better at the rim when he's using his left. Obviously, he's a great free throw shooter and he uses his right for that. And that's the elbow that's injured. So maybe his stellar free throw shooting percentage will take a hit for a moment but uh, yeah maybe he can come back and still be a little bit injured and just deal with it maybe have his minutes cut down a little bit and slowly come back that way but hopefully he can get back on the court soon later something that you said uh R ricky's rookie year still rings true i always mm -hmm. hear it is that ricky rubio is better at circus shots than he is at like <laughs> normal actual shots. normal shots and i agree like yeah, you, see, you see him after the whistle all the time making all these crazy circus shots and uh yeah so injured is just another circus shot right exactly <laughs> this injured arm um i think ricky will be fine i think he'll come back they'll be fine um some other silver linings of this, though, is that, one, it gives uh, Tyus a reason to play. Um, mm. He was not going to get minutes, and I think that, you know, he held his own last night. And more, I think, I believe in Tyus as an NBA player. I think he's good. And I think that he just needs some minutes to prove it to Tibbs. And so if this opens up the window enough for Tibbs to start trusting Tyus, I'll be happy about that. And yeah. also, it shows us that Tibbs isn't going to push a player to come back from injury fast, as far as we know, at least. But right. if there, if it was like... I guess we don't really know how bad it was, but if it was on the fence, uh, I like that he didn't play, you know? Scott, what do you think of Chris Dunn starting the other night uh, against Memphis? What did you see from him that, that, you, that you liked or didn't like as far as uh, you know, being the starter? Oh, man, that guy's tenacious. <laughs> I would not want to play against him. He's just getting in the business of everybody. He yeah. goes hard, you know? Long arms, too, just like Ricky. Yeah, and he just wants to explode everything. Like, yeah. He's just like, man, he's just all over the place. And... Um, I thought he did better than I expected him to. He had a couple yeah. uh, rough start at the uh, begin the season, yep. but uh, he he handled himself well. I think the other teammates, you know, took some of the pressure off of him, and uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm, I'm I enjoyed the Chris Dunn experience. Yeah, yeah, he definitely has best game as a pro, and you know, again, small sample size, but especially considering those preseason games where he couldn't make a shot and stuff like that, like. 
looks pretty good slashing to the hoop and yeah, basically just being a solid defender and getting in lanes and stuff, disrupting the pass. Gets around screens really well. That was cool. It just seems like he's always sticking his arm in there. There's a lot of turnovers in last night's game, both sides. I bet there was at least 40 total turnovers. Oof. I think the Wolves God, had like Memphis 21. Had so many too. They uh, had like way more than we did. Yeah. And so there's God, a lot of turnovers last night, granted, but uh, Dunn only had three. He's yeah. only responsible for three of them. That's nice. What's uh What's next on our list, Scott? What else do we have to talk about today? Topics. Uh, well, there is some big news from Ooh. this week. Ooh, our man, our man, our man, our main man, Jim Pete's man. Yeah. One tough customer, Gorgie Jane. <laughs> One tough customer. He's got it made. He's got paid, and he played awesome last night off that getting paid. He was just like dunking all over fools i actually was splashing that jumper down yeah a little 17 footer working a little, little elbow j unfolding the deck chair <laughs> the gorgie jane jumper uh i'm so psyched about this congrats to gorgie what shouts a good to dude gorgie shouts uh, to gorgie for getting paid hard work pays off he did it g getting his money nice guys finished first nobody was really sure if the extension was going to come you know if it was going to you know be, you know happen before the 31st deadline here or if it was going to be you know take it into restricted free agency in the I summer i thought it would be restricted free agency yeah. just cuz like one i thought the Thibodeau front office would want more time to see what they had yep. before making decisions and i think that Gorgie would know that this cap is skyrocketing again <laughs> it's going to take another jump this sure. summer yeah. and so he could bet on himself and i would have been worried that he wouldn't come back if he did that because if another team throws, you know, he signed for four years, $64 million. If he signs, if he gets an offer sheet for four for 90, do you think we match? I don't know. You know, it only takes one team to throw that money. And I'm just, I'm psyched because I think that he took a really good contract. I was expecting him like on the open market, he would have gotten way more money. Yeah, I think that's right. So it's good to lock him up. Great price for him, you know, especially for a big man. And uh, I'm happy he's going to stick around. I seems stoked to be here. It seems like he wanted to sign this you know, in some of his remarks uh, the other day after he signed, said he didn't want to go into the uncertainty of free agency and then go, maybe go somewhere, sign an offer sheet with someone, maybe for more money, but in a place he didn't want to be. He wanted to stay here. He said, you know, after a certain point, he said the after extra 10 millions. million a year, yeah. after you get to 10 million a year, yeah. I was like, um, yeah. Kobe wouldn't like that comment. Kobe would be like, you, you're dumb. Get every penny. <laughs> Rain- Good. What was the other thing I wanted to say? Anyways, I'll just start with one. See if mm. uh, one of the other things I want to point out about Gorgie is that he's been our team's Iron Man for the past several seasons. Since he's come in, I think he's only missed like five games in a season. Before, Never injured. Right? Never injured. <laughs> so Russell Westbrook puts time into his body, makes sure that he's like, you know, Iron Man, un- indestructible, unbreakable. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. You're right. He's just never out, usually. I mean, he's ne- never had like a turned ankle or, geez. Yep. Uh, Healthy dude. Healthy, yeah. I was thinking about knock, that earlier because I was thinking about Peck's deal. And I was like, yeah, yeah but when Pekovich, we signed him, he w- we knew there would be injury issues. But I don't mm. feel that way with Gorgie. I mean, you can't predict the future, of course. Yeah, he's, he's not a big like man, 300 so. pounds, though. He's right. you know, relatively you know, thin, and he seems like he's in shape pretty He know, runs well. That's yeah. what Bill Simmons always says. Watch sure. how a big man runs. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. So what do we think this means about Shabazz? He was the other player the Wolves had who is potentially up for extension, and they didn't give him one. Well, I mean, that one was harder. I mean, yeah. I think we could both agree that we we talked about how we don't really know what Shabazz is yet, just because he's been this is fourth coach in four years in the league. He's had a hard time staying on the court, finding the minutes every season. And so we don't really know what his upside is, and you don't want to commit a ton of money when you're not sure about that stuff. So he's definitely going to take a full season to evaluate. And I think Shabazz is also more likely to bet on himself. Like you said, yeah. Gorgie said, 
after a certain point, I just want to be happy and be somewhere I want to be. Right here in Minneapolis, Gorgi. But Shabazz, I think Shabazz Shabazz is much more like, I got to get paid. Yeah, maybe open to new opportunities and stuff, possibly. And yeah, he probably had a number in mind. I'm sure the Wolves gave him some sort of offer, and his team probably shot it down. No, he was very clear when he said, like, Next year, the Wolves will still have my rights. He was like, I like, I'm going yep. to stay here. Like he was, yep. he wasn't like, I'm he gonna go test other markets. Stay here. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he's basically like, put it on the Wolves, being like, the Wolves can keep me if they want to, you know, kind of thing. Uh, anything else on Gorgie Scott? Uh, the longest uh, signed player now into the future in All terms right. of like when contracts expire. Yeah. Like Gorgie is now he's the in. only contract we have on the final <laughs> year of his deal. I mean, obviously we'll match up on any Wiggins and Towns stuff, and then that'll be them. But as of right now. The player we have under control for the longest period of time. Scott, uh, this this episode will air on Thursday, what, the 3rd, I believe, of uh, November 3rd or 4th. KG is going to be on Inside. KG will be a special NBA contributor for TNT and provide commentary from a standalone set. That is... Uh, that's right. Anything is possible. We're coming. We're coming. Yeah, we got drops on our show we now. We got audio drops now. No big deal. We're coming. We're coming. <laughs> we're so cool. KG's going to say things like, we're coming. Uh, got to load up the Uzi. <laughs> yeah, Bazooka. Yeah, I got to get the guns thing on here. We don't have that yet. But yeah, um, he's going to be on TNT. I think it's a weird situation. That he's going to have his own set somewhere. I'm sure he'll be in LA. Malibu. Or, just I don't know where Malibu. he'll be, but what do you expect from KG's this guy? KG's Malibu do you, Minute. Do you have any expectations for KG You know, as a commentator on Inside from time to time? Uh, he can't be worse than Shaq and Barkley. Yeah. Hey. That show has been kind of bad lately. So, yeah. I mean, Shaq is really kind of hurt inside the NBA. So, yeah. I don't think it could be worse. Is what I'm saying? I'm, yeah. I mean, hopefully it's something funny like Shaq and the Fool, where it's like a segment that. Yeah, you think it'll just be like a standalone segment where it's like, and now it's time for KG's Corner. <laughs> yeah, something like that. I don't know what he's going to do yet, but. Uh, it's got to be something like that. I wonder I if they'll have him like feature like a player or like a thing, like a like a tip. Like, you know what I mean? Like maybe he's gonna be like the vet guy who's like this week on KG's corner or whatever. You know, you know we're gonna we're gonna show you how to do this, and then it'll be like run some tape, and it'll you know be a tutorial of sorts. Who's that guy? That comedian who's always angry and yelling? Like is it <laughs> Bill Burr? Uh, no, it's like not. I want, it's not Michael Ian Black. That's not even a name. <laughs> it is. That's a comedian. <laughs> well, anyways, there's a comedian. Louis Black. Louis Black. Black. There we yeah. go. Lewis Black is yeah, just yeah. angry and yells about stuff all the time. Like yeah. KG should just get two minutes of that, where he's just like, <laughs> just "All the players who aren't playing defense today, just just a rant. yeah, just where he just yells, <laughs> just goes intense rant for like two, three minutes, where he talks about what's wrong in the league today, and he's just angry about stuff." Excited to see KG on inside. Finally, Scott, a little Halloween action for you. I didn't see anybody post. So all weekend, people are posting their costumes. It seems like an extended weekend of Halloween. It was like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then real Halloween was on Monday. So lots of social media Halloween. Saw some stuff, obviously, with the Cavs and their team. Didn't see much for the Wolves. In fact, only saw one picture of one Wolves player, and that was Cole Aldridge dressing up as Quail Man from the uh, Nickelodeon series Doug. I like that costume a lot. Been there, done that. A lot of Doug. quail mans. There's been like so many quail mans in the last five years. Lauren went as quail man. My sister-in-law went as quail man. Like 
two or three years ago. I think, I think the I Del- saw another <laughs> NBA player as Quail Man on Twitter that day. <laughs> Who is that? Uh, I was trying to look it up when you were, uh, when we took a break in this pod because I can't remember it right now. Some role yeah. player. Guy Red, like Reddick old. or something. Yeah, but I thought what was good about this one is he had a patty mayonnaise. I've never seen a patty mayonnaise Patty mayonnaise before. on his arms. So yeah. that, that was the nice touch. I like that. that shows like the era of these guys like when they watch TV. It was like when we watch, oh, watch yeah. TV. Oh yeah, Kyrie Irving dressed up as the Red Power Ranger. That's like, <laughs> that's right in our zone when we were kids, you know? I thought we'd see more though. I can't there was no, I mean, I guess the Wolves would just come off a it was, loss. They were, it was weird, too, with the Wolves because Saturday night would be the obvious time. It's the weekend before Halloween. Yeah. And they played a game and got their ass kicked in Sacramento. And then Monday night, you know, it's the night before a game. So mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe we're missing it. I haven't been up on my Snapchat duties. Sure. That's the best way to monitor your favorite Wolves players. They they share stuff on Snapchat. I haven't seen a lot from those guys. I guess I only follow, like, Cat and Levine or something. But you got to follow Wiggy. You got to follow Shabazz. <laughs> Wiggy. So, yeah, they're, they're good. Uh, I haven't been checking that out. But if any of you have seen photos of them, send, send them our way. We'd yeah, like to see I'd love them on Twitter. We'll retweet you. Yeah, I'd love to see who everyone was for, for Halloween from the Wolves. I'm sure it's out there. You guys have seen it. Give us the info. At WolvesCast. Scott, second half of our main segment today is about first week surprises. We're each going to bring in two things here that surprised us from the first week. Let's run through this quickly. I'll start with mine, then we'll, we'll, we'll flip-flop here. I'll start with my first one. Cat's energy level. Cat has been somewhat of an insane person on the court. I saw it in the, in the two televised uh, preseason games and then also um, in the first couple regular season games. He's flying all over the court, flying in from nowhere for rebounds. Um, you know, I, for the most part, I like it. I think he's very excited for the season. I think he has high expectations for himself. And I think sort of maybe his tutelage under KG last year has given him something more of a motor that I didn't see. Um, you're not so so high on his, his, I don't like his it. motor. I don't like it. You, you like low motor cat. I like low motor. I like last season's motor. That was good motor. You know, maybe it was just because he was trying to do too much last night with Ricky out. But yeah. there were so many times where he drove into triple or double coverage and Ooh. left Wiggins wide open out on the way. There's so many wide open Andrew Wiggins shots where he's just standing wide open in the corner. I reviewed the tape. I got this. You <laughs> went back to the tape. I, I, I did go back to the tape. Every time this happened, I would pause it on my DVR and then go through it in slow motion while yeah. just pointing it out to pull him. I watch him pull him. Hey, pull him. And keep working he's at the gym he likes to listen to his podcast at the gym shouts to pull him and we were watching i was just like look at this like look at him like put his head down and just like he's just driving and not keeping his head on a swivel like he's missing all these wide open players so yeah i think i'm with you i think he's just trying to put the team on his back a little too much it's problematic in some spots i like the i like the idea I, i think it's totally great for a player to have that kind of vibe but i think he just needs to channel it better Find out the spots, pick his spots a little better, and yeah, you're right. Have better vision. He can't get he can't get tunnel vision like that. He's got to be able to dish in the corners. They're bringing doubles. They're bringing triples. People are flashing at him. He's got to be able to move the ball. Yeah, you can just see a, you can see his mind working on it, where he's just like saying, "I gotta do this. I gotta score." You know, like he's trying yep. to he's trying to be everything for this team, and we just need him to be cat. And I think having Ricky back will help because Ricky knows how to control the pace of a game and regulate stuff like that. Much, yep. much better. But I think cat man trying to do a little bit too much. I don't want to see you get injured. Kat. Chill, bro. Chill, bro. It's gonna be okay. It's an eighty-two game season. Scott, what's your first first week surprise for us today? Uh, I'm going to say Shabazz can't get any buckets. No, he's having trouble. He's having trouble getting buckets, which is yeah. the one thing that Shabazz can wake up and get. And if Shabazz <laughs> can't get buckets, what's he doing for you? Because he's not passing, you know? Yeah. And he's, you know, not really defending that that well. So it's just like, well, you need to get your shots, Shabazz. I, I need him to be this, like, 
uh, scorer off the bench because our bench doesn't score a whole ton. Right. I mean, Rush was looking good last night, I mm. guess, but our bench needs to score more than they have this first week. And Shabazz is going to be a huge part of that. So I, I want like, you know, 15 points out of Shabazz per game. And we're not seeing it. What's up? Come on, Shabazz. What's up, Shabazz? Uh, my next surprise from this week is help and close out defense. Very surprising. I know it's something that was expected, I guess, a lot, again, again uh, with the preseason sort of uh, all the hype happening. All of it was about how the defense is going to be improved, and indeed it is improved. I just didn't think we'd see so much so soon. I guess it's, it's uh, you know, maybe the numbers aren't there for their defense this early, but just it passes the eye test for me, at least compared to last year, which was an abomination on a defensive level. So just seeing much cleaner uh, rotations, uh, help defense great, um, people, you know, leaving their man and then, you know, helping and quickly getting back. Um, I think Tibbs pointed out some overhelp situations that might have been occurring in the first couple of games, but... It just seems like the team is 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 communicating better and is better on that end uh, as far as that goes. The defense is improved, and I've I've already seen it in the first week. And some somewhat that's surprising to me. I thought it would take thought it would take a while to actually see it be put into motion. It was like manna from heaven. That's what I think. Yeah, getting that right, defense, getting that effort. Man, I, I'm I'm gonna love watching a team that's good at defense. I don't think I've ever done that before revelation. in my life. Like cheered for one like that. My team is good at defense. Yeah. Oh man, I, I'm up for that. All right, my last surprise from week one was that Tyus got this uh, was off the bench first over John Lucas the third. Oh yeah, super psyched about that. I really thought that Tyus was gonna have to fight for minutes, and we'd end up just trading him for two second round picks or something. Yeah. And uh, I'm. Happy Thibodeau sees the talent in him. Like I said, I think that Tyus has got an NBA career in him. Um, Somewhere. He's not going to be a superstar, but I think like he's a mini CP3. So I need him to get his minutes so he can prove what he does. He's such a good point guard, you know? He's just a true Sets point guard. things up, plays well in transition, got that nice little floater. I like him too. There's some great passes, man. FSN did him hard last night when they cut away during one of his best passes. <laughs> like they cut away and then all of a sudden they cut back and Wiggins is dunking. You're like, what? How did Wiggins get that ball? And it's just like he, he took it up the court and passed it. Like that was a real Ricky Rubio pass we missed out on. All right. Those are our uh, surprises. First week surprises. First week of the NBA season of Timberwolves season. Let us know what your first week surprises are on Twitter at WolvesCast. Scott, let's pay some bills. That's right, sponsor time. This week's sponsor, Minnesota Motors. That's right, Minnesota Motors. Uh, you know, the best place in Minnesota to get a car, I would say. That's, where, they got, that's they got, where everyone in Minnesota goes to get cars. They got all sorts of vehicles for all sorts of your needs. But today they would like us to tell you about the 2016-2017 Timberwolves bandwagon. That's don't take, right. Don't take our word for it. It's getting rave reviews from across the internet. ESPN, SI, The Rainer, Bleacher Report. Everybody's getting in on the 2016-17 Timberwolves bandwagon. They've got great things to say about it. They've got, uh, they want you to get aboard, obviously. So you should listen to them. Um, you know, there's, there's, it's a very spacious vehicle. We want to say that right now. There's, there's, there's plenty of room. Um, you know, you, you probably should get a move on it, though. I mean, it's not going to be, it's not going to be this empty 
for for a while. You know what I mean? It's it, it's something that's gonna fill up quick. We're gonna get some wins first couple months here, heading into the you know uh, All Star break. There's gonna be a lot of people getting on this bandwagon, so I think it's gonna be something you're gonna want to check out sooner than later. It's got extra trunk space, so you can fit more people oh. in. It. Fit more people in. <laughs> Path to your destination has never been more clear thanks to the built-in navigation system, voiced by Tom Thibodeau. Right, right, left, in two miles. Continue on. I tell you, that's that's exactly what it sounds like. I've I've uh, been lucky enough to uh, you know have a test drive and wow, it's it's a great it's a great automobile for sure. Uh, it's the first time in 20 years uh, the bandwagon has uh, featured state-of-the-art audio-visual infrastructure. That's right, they installed a beautiful new screen in there, beautiful new audio. It's huge. It's incredible. Taking a Donald Trumpism right there is huge. I know you're psyched about that. Yeah. Because you, you, you're you a longtime bandwagon owner. You've been oh, on yeah. the bandwagon every year. Oh, yeah. Really? It doesn't take much even for in, us to be on the bandwagon. Even in the years where the cars would get recalled because of safety issues, where yeah. they would explode and, and kill everyone inside, you still own those ones. I, I still like that car. I've always liked it. This one, this brand new 2016-27 Timberwolves bandwagon has a high-tech security system for lockdown defense against intruders. That sounds amazing. Wow. That's that's a great feature right there. So yeah, make sure you check out Minnesota Motors for a limited time. Pay $0 down on the new 2016-2017 bandwagon. But act quickly. This deal ends when the Viking season does. Get into Minnesota Motors. Get your Timberwolves bag bandwagon bandwagon and drive it hard in the paint just like catwood <laughs> and with that scott it's time for mailbag it's a 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 mailbag letters on letters like the alphabet yo this segment's called mailbag so if you got a question about the wolves let us know there's a good chance that we'll read it on the show yeah, send us your letters, send us your messages, send us your carrier pigeons. We want to hear from you. Yeah. Mailbag, 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 mailbag. Back in the house, big old bag of mail. I miss that music. The drops, the sounds, the songs are back. All your favorite ones. I like that music. Yeah, mailbag time. Thank you for sending in your questions. These are 100% real every single week. Because we have so um, many questions. We got so many fans. We got so many people that want to hear our opinions on the Timberwolves and stuff. First question comes. I want to, to clear something up though, real oh, quick. Oh, please! Before the first people, question, I've had some people ask me about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Different question, please, really. Please. That they've asked me in person. Yeah, yeah. Some people think that they can only send in questions when you put out uh, a tweet oh. asking for questions oh. the day of. Oh, why would they think that? I just want to say you can give us a question anytime during the week. That's right. At Wolvescast, go to our website, wolvescast.com. Questions, question there. questions strike at any moment. There's not. There's never a specific time when a question is best. Sometimes you're laying at night in bed and you, you can't get the questions out of your head. Maybe you're on the toilet doing the number two and suddenly you think about Chris Dunn and his potential as a off-the-ball player. Maybe you have a question. You know what I mean? So hit us up whenever you can. Grab we got all phone. these answers. That we're yeah. just looking for questions to match them up with. So you got questions. We got answers. Let's do this first question. First question comes to us from Chris. He writes, if you had Chris. to guess... What do you think John Lucas III's nickname is? John Lucas III. All right. Apparently our fourth string backup, uh, John Lucas III. Yeah. Well, uh, now, point now, guard. Yeah, now you're like, Apparently. is he going to see any minutes? We'll see. You know. Uh, if he's playing something really went wrong. Had a friend growing up who had also had a three in his name like this. And his name, his nickname, everyone called him Trace. 
Trace. Just like another word for three. Trace. Or like Trey. Shout you know what I mean? Shouts. Like, uh, Shouts to like uh, Trey Cool, like from Green Day or something like that. Trey like Kirby. Trey Kirby from the Stars. These are people who most likely have a third, they are the third generation of their name. So I think, it, you know, I think that's a good easy one on the court. It's not really a mouthful. It's a simple one. You know, it could be more of like a abbreviation for his name thing. But no, just straight up Trace, I think, uh, without knowing, that's what people call him. What do you think, Scott? I, I'm going a little more artistic with mine. Sure. I think that his nickname should be John Lucas Me Now. Oh. So it's like, look, look at me, me now, now, mom. Look at me now. Yeah. Still in the NBA. Yeah. It's one of those things that you could like Kevin Harlan could shout after yeah. he like, hits a three. John, Lucas me, me now. Yeah. Lucas me now. Lucas that big shot. <laughs> totally. I could, he could yell that. You're right. I, let's get Dave Benz on the phone. We'll give him that. We'll give him that. And yeah. Just see if it ever comes up. I love it. I love it. All right. Next question comes to us from Carrie. Uh, hey, Carrie. Hi, Carrie. Um, he or she writes... An interesting way to spell your name. Yeah. Uh, uh, he, uh, he or she writes, other than higher ticket prices, what are you looking forward to least about improved attendance at Target Center this season? Great question. We assume more people will come to the games this year well, as, as the Wolves are better, more exciting, win more games. After after hearing that sponsor ad, everyone's going to Minnesota Motors oh, to yeah. get their... Their 2016-17 Timberwolves bandwagon. Absolutely. So we expect more people to be there, and that's a good thing for most, most importantly for home court advantage, for people cheering for the team, making it harder on the opponents, that kind of thing. Overall, it's a good thing, but there are some downsides. And uh, for me, it is uh, participation in the Cherry Berry promotion. Mm. I heard already. It's back. I, hate I saw that the promotion. ad for it. I hate it. that promotion. Cherry Berry missing two free throws. I think they call it like the freeze out this year. I think they have a name for it, like the oh. freeze out, like the fourth quarter freeze There's out. There's just not any cherry berries anywhere. Like, I've never, there are still not never seen cherry a cherry berry to make in the Twin promotion. Cities. Maybe I don't hang out at mall food courts enough, but uh, I was Cherry Berry. I think it was yeah. the Celtics uh, Bulls game. Like It was the first Bulls game of the season, I think. Yeah. And, uh, uh, Isaiah Thomas missed two in the fourth quarter, <laughs> and the place goes crazy because everyone Big gets Mac a free Chick Fil A sandwich, oh. and that's what I'm saying. Like, give us some, that's the, a real one. That's give a us good something one. from like Burger King or like just something that's everywhere. You yeah. Know? So I mean, I think with this more you know casual fans in the building, that just means more people freaking out about free ice cream based on two missed free throws. I like cheering against the other team missing free throws. That's great. That's fine. I guess that's overall a good thing. But I think it's just going to be louder for what is this stupid promotion? It just sucks. We've talked about it before ad nauseum when that is the loudest point of the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's like, everything else. We don't give an <laughs> f about the rest of the game. But when ice cream's <laughs> on the line, blow your tops, go wild. We get loud. Yeah. So that's really my my problem with it. What about you, Scott? What's what, what are you looking forward to least? Uh, you know. I think it's going to be harder for us to sneak down to a better seat. Yeah, sneaking is, uh, you know, second half. Way of life here in sec- Minnesota sports. Second half sneak. Maybe if you got upper-level tickets. Sit in the upper level. Your, keep your eye on some lower-level prizes down low. See which seats never get filled up. Yeah, and just go down there. I mean, what's the harm? You know what I mean? What's the harm necessarily in, 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 in sneaking down and, and, and doing that whole thing? Yeah, there was no harm in it, but now there might be because now you know there's so many people, and and once they're actually getting good attendance, they're going to be like, well, even though that seat's empty, we shouldn't let someone down because we got to protect the price of yeah, stuff exactly. like that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. This is going to be harder to get down, uh, you know, and, and 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 grab a lower level seat, but uh, yeah. That's how it goes. Just just the down downfalls of being a better team. Here's here's the real trick though. Yeah. Get a ticket on Craigslist from somebody who's selling they're a season ticket member and they're selling their tickets for a game or something. Right. You're right. Then you pay through PayPal and then they transfer you through through flash seats. You're not you, paying through flash seats, you have to pay the fat flash seat prices. 
but so it, says, it still says like member ticket right like yeah it, and so like what you do is you just like make sure you see that usher and talk to him a few times and be Get like friendly this is my member ticket yeah. can you show me my seat and then next time you come down the ushers work the same gates every single time ushers remember yeah they remember there's an usher who remembers us yeah. from the andre carolinko so season nice. who still lets me go by whenever just yeah. because she thinks we still have those seasons very nice so yeah. that's what i'm saying Make make one of the ushers believe you have a season ticket in that section, and then you're good for the rest of the season. Or just make friends with an usher, just just in general. There and then they'll just like turn a blind eye. Tremendous people. <laughs> tremendous. They, they would help us out in that. Huge. Uh, great. That's going to do it for Mailbag for us. Uh, moving on to our final segment. We're going to give away some awards. Now presenting your weekly... Wolfie. Yo, <laughs> that wasn't a drop. That was us doing was it. That was us doing it into the mics. That's not a real wolf outside our window. Don't be afraid for no, us. No, Halloween's over. There's, no, there's no howling ghouls outside. There's a outside. dingo that lives here. <laughs> uh, weekly Wolfies. These are our awards for the week. These awards can go to something we like or something we dislike and just want to shine a light on, that kind of thing. Scott, you want to start us out with your with your weekly Wolfie for uh, the first week of the NBA season? I do. Okay. I had to watch the game on tape delay last night, so oh. I stayed off Twitter. Yep. Got that social media blackout like you'd have to when yeah. you're a guy who watches the Wolves like sometimes a late. Like, like a pro. Like a pro. And I, I miss being a part of the discussion. So mm. I asked you, because you watch live, I said, were people on Twitter freaking out about this? Because I was freaking out about this. Yes. Last night's Grizzly game, Zach Levine twists his ankle a little bit after he goes up with this dunk, hanging on the rim, and Jermichael Green walks right under him, and it, it makes Zach fall awkwardly. And so it looks like Zach's angry because the guys did just did a jerk move, I think. Uh, yeah, he was upset. Jim, he called it like an unspoken rule that you don't do that. You don't walk under a guy who just dunked because it's of the super way. dangerous. Get out of the circle. And I, I watched it again, and it's very, very, very clear on this replay that Jermichael Green intentionally sh- shoulders Zach Levine's crotch. He drives that shoulder. It's not coincidental. Just knocks him off course a little bit. Just like, yeah, it was very Draymond Greenish, is all I'm saying. I couldn't believe he didn't get a flagrant. I thought that would get reviewed or something. They they have the same last name. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Draymond Green and Jermichael Green. Is that fam? Yeah. They family? They cousins? They kicking? Oh, man. It's just... Come on, dude. That's not cool. Shouldering him in the crotch? No, that's not cool at all. The poor sportsman, for his poor sportsmanship, my Wolfie of the Week goes to Jamichael Green. Very nice. Uh, my Wolfie of the Week is going to go to what I'm going to call New Wiggins. New Wigs. New that's Wig. right. That's Wiggy right. Wiggy 2.0. It's only a couple of games, as we've said over and over on this show, but Andrew Wiggins. MVP. Ve- <laughs> the MVP of the league. Hall of Famer. Uh, very efficient, extremely efficient. Great uh, free, uh, field goal percentage at this point. Getting to the line a lot. Got to make a few more than he has That's been. The whole team, but he, I think so. he's averaging. Uh, I think he shot thirty free throws over the first three games. That's ten apiece. That's dope. That's crazy. He's also been handling the ball. You know, Point Wiggins hashtag Point Wiggins. Um, you know, at the end of the Kings game when Ricky was out, they were letting him initiate the offense, get into the hoop at will, that kind of thing. So his handles tightened up. I think we're going to see a great season from Wiggins. And I like what I've seen in the first couple games. Very efficient. Let's give him the ball more. Let's get him. Let's get him into that offense a little bit more. Not just like pitching out in the wing and stuff. Heck you know. Yeah. So I think uh, new Wiggins is where it's at. Also, Wiggins 2.0, 3.0, whatever Wiggy this yeah, is. Whatever, whatever version. version of Wiggy we're on. <laughs> I was on the Vertical podcast a few weeks ago. Yeah. With Chris Mannix saying some words. Wiggy 3.0 talking into microphones. I mean, it was still like. <laughs> Still barely Listen, here. I love you, Wiggy, but that was an awkward. Like I felt for Chris Mannix. Mannix 
was really like asking questions like, what do you do differently? Oh, we're, 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 we changed some things. Well, what did you change? Like, yeah, there's a lot of inventory. Lots of follow-up questions yeah. asking for specifics. For specifics, yeah, because <laughs> Andrew would just give a very general statement and just sit on it. That's right. But hey, go listen to it. You'll, you've, I swear you've never heard Wiggins talk that much in your life. So. <laughs> He, he, one of my favorite quotes from Wiggins on that show is he says that with Thibodeau, you have to uh, listen to his words and not his tone. Oh, yeah. He's like, hey, that's uh, an important lesson to learn. You got to yeah, make listen sure to the message, not the tone, not how loud he's barking at you. <laughs> well, great. That's going to do it for our first show of the season. We're, we're, Ooh, uh, we we're did back. it. We, we made, back. We made it to the, made it to the end. We're going to keep it regular. You're going to see a lot of us around. How regular? How regular? Every day. Every day. Every day. No, not quite every day. Every third day or something. No, we'll have a show every week for you this season. Maybe and more. more. Maybe and more. more. Yeah, and way more. I'm going to do some Snapchat stuff. Yeah, totally. We're You're going to really dig it. We're going to have Neil's some... doing the Instagrams. That's right. We've got the grams. We got both do the tweeting. Yeah, so make sure you're paying attention and following us on Twitter at WolvesCast. Make sure you go check out our store. I'm telling you, you're going to want one of these pins. Tibbs Mullet Pin. It is primed for your winter jacket, for your fall jacket. We're not even in the winter yet. We're promo in. card. Promo code, yeah. It also looks Ice. really good on a jersey, as you pointed out. Yeah. It pops yeah. when you put it on a white jersey. Throw it on the jersey right there. You'll be good to go. Uh, also, yeah. I host Trivia at Darby's every Tuesday. I have several uh, podcast listeners who come and play. And yep, yep, yep. Uh, not only are they awesome, and not only do they get a, an extra bonus point, if you draw a basketball next to your name, I give you a secret podcast bonus point that not even my wife who listens to this podcast knows about. Draw that basketball by your team. She's already point. quit before this part. Win $75 in Darby food. And if you're a podcast listener, I always bring Timberwolves cards to give away to you. So even if you're losing, you're going to get some Wally Serviette cards. God. That's so cool. Going over Darby. Stars Tuesday Pongo, night. Tuesday, 6 p.m. Or Tuesday, Trivia all winter. Mafia. All winter, you guys. Um, great. That's going to do it for our show. Appreciate you guys listening. We will see you next week with a brand new episode of Wolf's Cast. Jump. Kevin Garnett's going crazy. Kevin Garnett's going mad. He, he's got mad cow disease.